absolute bedlam. Anti-Spirit, based in Bournemouth, UK. Dorset Botanical Seaweed Vodka. So I met these at Bournemouth Air Show two years ago and I wanted to get them on the podcast, which I've done in the previous episode. And I wanted to speak to them and promote their products because I think they're onto a winner. So this is vacuum distilled for fresher flavors. Lots and lots of different seaweeds go into this amazing vodka. Doesn't taste like the usual stuff that you get from the supermarkets. It's got a bit of a sort of story to it and a bit more of a twist. It's had some awards and I'm hooking you guys up. If you go to www.shantyspirit.com and you type in the code Bedlam discount for either 20CL or 70CL bottles, then you'll get 10% off your purchase. Shanty Spirit, drink to enjoy, drink responsibly. Absolute Bedlam. So Ben. Hello. Anniversary episode. Woohoo. Cheers to ABP. Cheers to ABP. It's been a hell of a ride. I'd like to say, you know, all my hard work has paid off, making you look good for the last 18 months of the two-year run. But um, is it two or three years now? Two. Two. I was like, oh, I get lost. At least not 10 years, like I said, downstairs. No. Just trying to increase that length, baby. Increase that length like all men do. So I'm the first one up, as ever. First one up, opening. Commander Chief. Checking everything runs nicely in your bedroom. Yeah, exactly. Apart from the background, um, apparently. But it's okay. You get to see my coats. My bed, where the magic happens. Not magic, recently. Sleeping. Yeah, sleeping. Whores. Nice. One of the two. Don't pay for them. How do you make hormone? Don't pay them. So, <laughs> what a way. me and Ben thought Sorry. about how best to open this very ceremonious episode of ABP. And there's been something on the news social media recently that was very close to our hearts and take us back to our youth a little bit that yeah. we thought would be the best way to go, didn't we, Ben? Absolutely. So what we thought we'd do, what I thought I'd do for Ben, you know, being you know the keen producer that I am, is I thought I would prepare for Ben a selection of videos for him to blind react to. So let me give you guys some context, throw some shade on this. Yeah. And I've taken over, I've hijacked. No, that's all right. Just first things first, is this going to be louder than the fucking earth shattering? Oh yeah, but you're going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it. Alright, turn the volume down a little bit, don't cry. Because I'll just be fucking... There yeah. you go, I put it on, I'll put it on 90. You take over, this is your segment, it's all good. So in the um, news has been one Mr. Craig David um, coming in and filling his pants with cake. So he's been talking about how Bo Selector basically ruined his life. Yeah. Ruined his career. Yeah. Crying like a little bitch. Trying to get himself filled in. Yeah. Trying to have a rendezvous for seven days. Yeah. With cake. With cake. So what I thought I'd do is pull up some of my favourite, absolute favourite Bo Selector Craig David moments that are going to culminate in... The most apt one, and I, I, I'll what we'll do is we'll snip these in so you can see the clips as we're live reacting to it. One of them Ben has seen before. I'm sure he would have seen these before when he was younger. Yeah. But I'm going to remind him of just how good this is. So what we're going to do is we're going to go straight to clip number one. Yeah, we'll go with that one number one. I think. What do you think? So 
for context, when I was temporarily living with John for a week, we watched this, and I was actually crying. So I'm quite into the paranormal. John is a bit of a cynic and a bit of a skeptic, and as soon as I say the word spirits, shapeshifters, shapeshifters, he was all over this video. So enjoy. Here we go. Beetlejuice, Slimer from Ghostbusters, Poltergeist from Poltergeist, <laughs> and of course, not forgetting Patrick Swayze from Ghost. That's right, this week in Craig David. Checks it out with me, Craig David, and our cars. I will be checking out the world of the paranormal with most haunteds, Derek Acora, to answer this simple equation. Ghosts, fact, <laughs> or, or peanut juice. juice. <laughs> Couldn't break his spirit. Shout out, Kez. So, when was the first time you so experienced good. paranormal activity? At the tender age of six years of age. Six years of age? Yes. By the Christ. <laughs> you must have killed the Christ with Kate. Well, there's um, some sort of armour over here. Which is sending the shits up me. <laughs> yeah, but you've seen it on Scooby Doo or whatever way it comes around. Absolutely, yeah. I don't think that one will though. What's the scariest <coughs> thing you have ever seen? Oh, in an investigation in Lep Castle, um, I'm looking up at this spirit woman, and she suddenly changed it's as if she was dissolving down to this small, <laughs> bent over, hideous monster type <laughs> thing with claws. And snarling down at me, she shape shifted. That's shape shifters. <laughs> Ghost spirits that have human form, but then change into the shape of horrible monster monkey men. <laughs> shape shifters. Yeah. They never broke my spirit. I'm repeating that because the God. Step back, step back. Not you, you're okay. Okay, you're okay. <laughs> I did a Ouija board once. We got in touch with an old relation of Kez's. I didn't know what sort of bird it was, obviously, because it was just letters, but it did spell out. But suddenly, the changed into a horrible. Remember him, man? I can. That's yep. noise that all, every every dragon monster. <laughs> Bit annoying, really. Here we are in the chapel. Mm -hmm. Is there any need here for me to turn my proton pack on? <laughs> At this moment in time, of I'd course. say not. No. Derek, when you go into a room that might be occupied by spectres, <laughs> what kind of thing do you feel? Cooling down right. of um, and a shrill Breakfast. feeling all, right. all around my body. Shrills, shrill, so shrill. Okay, around, yeah. yeah. And then sometimes a, a, a sense of foreboding. Right. And that put those two things together. Let's just put them together. Shrill, foreboding. <laughs> shrill, <laughs> shrill foreboding. Like uh, it. it don't work as one long word. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth a go though. It's a far corner. Quiet 
So, ladies and gentlemen, our ghosts a load of peanut juice, and are they as real as hedgehogs? We'll never know. One thing I do know is they scare the bloody piss out of me. <laughs> Till next time. Whoa. Selector. Nice. So, Ben. <sighs> first impressions of um, that real-life footage of Craig David. Obviously, the real Craig David uh, with Derek Acora, both big celebrities and the road right. What was your uh, your feeling towards that video? Um, let's get your uh, initial take on that. Got two words: shape shifters. I just filled my pants with cake. It's fantastic. Fuck it. me. How can anybody? Video. How can anybody not love this? Yeah, you know, I, I get that people might say, "Oh, it damaged my appearance, my career," but it's yeah. Fucking hilarious. I didn't know who Craig David was before Post Selector. I knew who Craig David was, yeah. but I think he was a megastar. No. But then, you know, you look at him on here with Derek Acora, just yeah. you know, raised his profile. Loved it. Are you ready for another one? I can't watch that video about laughing. So, but yeah, bring it on. Right, so bring we're going to go. What's the, what's the next one going to be? Right, let me have a look and see which ones I've got here. <laughs> I'm saving that one for last, definitely. This is the one. So, oh, for context of what you're about to see is one of my favourite clips. And to give you an idea, me and um, an old school friend of mine actually used to watch this religiously time and time again. Before YouTube, we had it on VHS, we recorded yeah, yeah. this episode. And it is fucking <laughs> hilarious. I don't have a single male friend over 30 who does not fucking love Bo Selector anyway. But we're going to go straight in now with two of the greatest characters on this show. This is... Craig David meets Michael Jackson. Here we go, Ben. Let's go. Oh, good bollocks, Jonesy. It's not my fault it went in your mouth. Proper <laughs> bellender, tell them. <laughs> Craig David here, and welcome to behind the scenes of my UK tour. Had a bit of an accident last night. Piss bed again, because I sleep on top bunk. It dribbled down and went on my guitar player's face. So tonight, I'm staying in a hotel. You what, Kez? Hi, I'm sure they've got a porn channel. Proper kinky bitch, I tell thee. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is life, isn't it, Kez, eh? <laughs> what the bastard in hell is that? I'm not having that all night, Kez. I won't have it. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Michael <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Jackson going up and down on a scooter. I know, Kesh, never heard of it, do you? I tell you what, I think the man's a genius, but I won't have that moonwalking bastard spoiling our fun. <laughs> oh, you worry, I'll put a stop to it. <coughs> okay, so I'm going to tell him. Proper ball. Hello. Oh, look who it is. It's Craig David. Permit me to introduce myself. My name is Martin Bashir. I'm a great fan of yours and would love to make a documentary about you. Never mind that, you crank. I've come to complain about noise. Please, come this way and bring your camera crew. Is it a documentary? What channel? Please, may I help? Michael, look who's come to see us. It's Craig David. Check your bad bill, Craig. You're coming to see my jolly green motherfucking dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not 
come to see you, Jolly Green Giant. I've come to tell you to keep it down. Me and our kids are trying to watch a porno in there, and you're putting us off. <laughs> now either keep noise down, or I'll have you chucked out. Gross Electra. Hey, think about what I said. Here's my card if you change your mind. I want you to show me everything. Get your filthy hands off me, you lousy, backstabbing, two-faced, journalistic bastard. What <laughs> chinny has? I wasn't going to mention that. I just did. I had a terrible night's sleep. Just changing bed sheets as well. Not because I pissed myself. I was connected. And when I pissed, she got carried away with porno and juice everywhere. Most tell me. Come on, Kes, come to Cree. Come on, you bastard. There she goes. Next week on my video diary. I meet Sarah Cox as I'm promoting the car. <laughs> it's UK Station, Craig <laughs> Okay, let's go to caller number one. <laughs> be proper bow, I tell them. Fucking hell, man. <coughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, fuck. Ben. Sarah Cox. Those two icons of music, I mean. Shimona! <laughs> Take up that jelly green motherfucking giant! Oh man! Fucking hell! Oh, I forgot how fucking funny that is. So oh, many. how you feeling? <sighs> Wet from the eyes. Uh, Calm down. That's you haven't juiced like Carquez. No, not Arquez. He's what? Is, is it a girl, Kez? I'm not entirely sure. He says she's a kinky bitch in that. Well, one. I think it's it's a bird of prey. Isn't I it? love that this show's sponsored. It's fucking mental. Oh no, it's brilliant, isn't it? Good. Yeah. I think they could have done with sh some shanty spirit. <laughs> Shout out! Oh yeah. On the next one. Right, we're on to the next. Craig David. So this right. contextual again. Yeah. This video is entitled "Craig David Bow Selector Ruined My Life." Um, so this video, um, the Craig Bow Selector did, <laughs> was in direct response to Craig David claiming that his life was ruined the last time. Ten years ago, exactly. Basically, this is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's got nearly one and a half million views, and. I think you're going to love this, mate. So let's, uh, let's get straight into it. Let's jump in. Hey, Bow Selector, man! <laughs> hey, Craig David! <laughs> it's from a bar, isn't it, eh? Well, you piss your pants, eh? Where's Kez? Let's get a picture of you. Oh, <laughs> hey, yo. oh you mug! Get lost! You mug! Get lost! I was once a UK garage sensation. Top of the charts, right on top. Topping the charts. On top! But that all changed. I became mediocre. Today, I'm under the bloody ochre. After a recent spat of retaliation in the press, hitting back at the core reason of my rise, but mostly my fall, ginger bastard. I hate it. He ruined it for me! I decided to put the negative vibes behind me. And um, there you go, Kes. And get the career <laughs> back on track with a more um, positive flavour. I even tried to rope somebody in to do a duet with me. You know, strength in numbers. Two is a duet. That's that's numbers. Hello, my name is Craig David. I'm in the area right now, and I'm asking people if they'd like to do a duet with me. There's no obligation, and you never know. We could win a number one hit together. Fuck off, mate. I don't know you're the real Craig David. You could be that stupid nutty ginger c in a rubber mask. <laughs> Just an hour, not a bit. <laughs> okay, fucker. 
If I'm not a real Craig David, then why, please tell me, did he say Craig David? How <laughs> <laughs> do I know that he's a real fucking Anthony Costa? Hey, you could be just a fat fucking Mexican. <laughs> I decided to go for an interview for a proper job. Oh. Something to fall back on, but, you know, oh. if it all goes tits up. So, Craig, what do you think you could offer Greg's Bakery? Oh. Let me see. Well, I can do it outside of the kitchen as well. I can sing my name, and I can lift this one up, and I can lift that one up. But I can't do it both at the same time. Otherwise, I have to pay the record company that I was with £52, because it was their idea, you know, to lift them both up and ask for a rewind, you know, do the little spoodle and the beetle and the point monks. Right. <laughs> Well, I worked at Greg's for um, two days, <laughs> and then I got sacked. The head honcho himself, Gregory, he telephoned, and he says that I didn't have the right attributes to work there. So I'm going back to my music, but this time I'm going to be producing, <laughs> you know, like Timberpants, who produces oh, them um, pussy juice girls. <laughs> like that. I'm going to be doing that. And I'm working with none other than Ken West. I'm going to make it milky for you, Ken. You like it milky, don't you? Thanks, Craig. <coughs> Bits and douchey. Listen to this, Craig. You'll like this one. It'll probably be your favourite. <coughs> what did I tell you? Let's go to what was going to be my last one. So this is the bit that makes it all worth it. Okay. Because this is where Craig David makes himself look like an absolute fucking twat now. Yeah. Because it's Craig David on Bo Selector with Bo Selector Craig David as a Craig David tribute act. Yeah. If you haven't seen this before, this is fucking amazing, guys. And I just strap yourselves in because this is going to be three minutes of fucking absolute gold so dust. It's called Bo Selector Craig Davis Slicker than a Tribute. If you want to watch it for yourself, amazing. Let's go. Rito! Craig David here, and welcome to behind the scenes of me UK tour. We've had some ups. Oh! And we've had some downs. What? 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 Oh, I tell thee. And now that it's finally over, I'm chilling like it's Sunday, catching a few rays like. Oh, oh, that's enough. Come on, Kez. Let's go down to Boozer. I've got a pint with Craig David written all over it. Bow selector. <laughs> all right, Bazzo, you miserable bugger. I'll have the usual, please. And I'll have a packet of cheese and onion for our Christmas. <laughs> What's our racket back there? It's a tribute act. Didn't you see the poster outside? Aye, I did. Is he any cock like? It's proper bow. I bet he's not as bow as me, though, is he? Hey, come with me, I'll show you. Ah, bloody well. Would you like a drink with me if you don't mind? Can I talk to you if it's all right? Want your body close to mine all night while we're dancing? In the moonlight, spinning out in ecstasy, kissing, touching, caressing. Know that you don't have to leave. Saying, why didn't I go home? Would you like a drink with me? Kez, stop nodding your head. You're not that good. And you, stop nodding your head. Oh, selector. We can spend the night in ecstasy Just you and me And do you know that you don't have to leave Saying so why didn't I go on with you tonight Oh no, yeah Thank 
selector. Oh, it's Craig Davis. Nice to meet you. What is it, Craig Davis? Yeah, I'm good. I thought I'd just come and congratulate you, you know. Thought you were Bo. You're a proper Bo. But, you know, you did all right for yourself. Man, you are so, so cool. I mean, I was such a big fan. When you did that whole rise and fall thing with Sting, it's so, so amazing. Yeah. You can give us a little bit of advice. Rita, I will do, yeah. Yeah. OK, what you want to do is get the crowd involved. OK. When you say Bo, get them to shout Selector. They love that. Okay. Why don't you chat on me? Go on. OK, um, when the crowd say Bo, Selector. No, 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 you've got it all wrong. Oh, OK. You say, when I say Bo, say Selector. Bo! Selector! Oh, yeah, whatever, anyway. Also, why don't you get yourself a bird of prey? <laughs> this is mine, Kez. It just shows you softer side. The ladies love it. Do you want to touch it? Yeah. No, you can't. Uh, no. Just a little beak. No, no, you can't. <laughs> oh, I'm only joking. No. <laughs> you know what, though? Actually, I'm doing a show down at the Royal Albert Hall a little later. Why don't You're you doing a show at the Royal Albert Hall? <laughs> you can jump in our little minivan and we'll, we'll fly down the little... Oh, hall. hold on. Fuck off. doing a show at the Royal Albert Hall. Just come along and come vibe with us. I'll come along, yeah. yeah. Royal Albert Hall? Definitely, come down with us. Yeah, Royal Albert Hall. Just do a shower, it's the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah, we're just doing a little performance down there. We've got to do, do seven days, isn't it? Seven days, aye. So cool to me, man. Nice to meet you too. Royal Albert Hall? Royal Albert Hall? Royal Albert Hall? Nice one. Royal Albert Hall? Thanks, man. Nice one. Royal Good day. So, do you like my anniversary present to you today, Ben? Very good. Both selected Craig David in all its glory. Very good. So, Betty laughing, I think, was going down there. Mate, that fucking paranormal one kills me. Oh, mate, it's so fucking good. I feel so my good. pants with cake. I think we could do a full episode about Post Selected, to be fair. Yeah. I'd love to show you Michael Jackson's naked <laughs> ice skate, chicken ice skating, pissed weight morning. So much funny shit. Both selector um, Marilyn Manson was amazing as well. Yeah. I think I mentioned this one before. before. Tell me about the quim. Tell me about the Yeti's quim. Preston, who did it? Oh man, I just fucking Pencil. love both selector. I think I've got a DVD somewhere. Have you? I think I might do. Wow. Not throw back. No, not that I'm you know stuck in the early noughties or anything like that. I am. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. So, thank you for your constant support. <laughs> And occasionally, when I funnel you some money, you occasionally get some videos. Don't call myself all business for nothing, then. You're like, but all of this overlay, all of this uh, behind-the-scenes producing, is all you on your own. And I do pressure you and say, "Hey, mate, what's going on?" And to be fair, you always get back to me. It might take me like and, a uh, week sometimes. Yeah, but you know, busy with the ladies. So. That's it. But yeah, it's been it's been a hell of a ride, mate. It has, and, and we need to keep on the YouTube hype. I'm always on your case about the fact that video video is king. Yeah, but you know, we're the dream team. We're in it together. Yeah, I've got your six, no matter what. You know that. Yeah, and we cheers to start. Let's get proper cheers in. Here is the two years. Here's to many, many fucking more. Proper bow. Proper bow. I tell thee. Good evening and welcome to a very special edition of Absolute Bedlam Podcast. It's going to be a bit disjointed. We've recently had Casper on, 
talking about his 150 listen episode and how he's just bought a Lamborghini at the age of nine. Um, John has just reacted to a shitload of Bo Selector with me. And now we've got Sam on for a chat. So first things first, Sam, as we discussed, cheers to two years of this fucking chaos. Oh. Absolute bedlam, 24 months in. Wow. Congratulations, Ben. That's a hell of an achievement. Thank you very much. Every week for 104 weeks. Wow. <laughs> that, that, when you break it down, that really is, yeah. you know, massive. There's, there's probably the people that don't put as much effort in their day jobs yeah. as, as you put into, for want of a better expression, your hobby. Yeah. I mean, it's it's probably more your passion than a hobby. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's really seven. Well done. Congratulations. I, I summed it up well in the group chat earlier of herding sheep. Oh, 100%. 100%. I think I know because I've seen some of the notes you've put together on how you're recording sometimes. And like I say, it's, mm-hmm. it's not like it's your day job. Nope. And you are literally balancing day job, life. Absolute bedlam. It's Absolutely. just it's it's Try incredible the way you do it. Yeah. Try my best. So last time I saw you was for my birthday. Mm. At the ripe old age of 33. Oh, so old. Um, yeah. Did you enjoy your night? I didn't really get to speak to you that much. It's it's one of those things, those kind of events, isn't it? Where especially when you're on a a, a table, because I think there was what 12 of us or something. Yeah, something so, like that. Yeah, you're all on one long table, so it's difficult sometimes to talk to everyone. Yeah. And I know you were in the middle because you were the yep. important one, but then I was at another end, and it, you know, it is sometimes difficult to kind of get to talk to everyone. So, yep. but no, it was it was a good night. It was yep. it was well worth well worth the trip out. And um, yeah, you're everyone so that I wanted there turned up. Sorry, what yeah. were you saying? So hot. So, well, you're so what? So hot, so old. Yeah, you're a dilf, obviously. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> yeah, lots of miles travelled in that day. There's a couple of people mm. in the party couldn't drive, so I had to pick up the slack. Oh wow! But I had a laugh. Yeah, um, good. So yeah, what's been your favourite episode other than yours? I know oh. what you're like, Sam. <laughs> um, and who would you like on as an absolute dream guest? Do you know what? Uh, I. I listened to, uh, I was doing some work in the garden over the weekend and I was listening to um, the episode you did with Casper and I think Casper Chronicles won. And I just, uh, I was absolutely bawling with laughter at times. He was just an absolute hoot the way you guys would just be talking about something. And then he'd just turn around and go, yeah, and it's just yeah. Like, you're just like, what's he going on about? You yeah, know, yeah. we said we're going to do this for an hour, and it's like half an hour's gone, and he's just rattled through it. So, no, yeah. that that was a really good episode. And then um, I, I enjoyed the um, the Ryan episode. Uh, I'm Monolith, uh, former Devon Townsend. Yeah, man. Um, I actually um, I listened to that again at the weekend, and then when I took the dog out this morning, I was just listening to normal podcasts. And then I just thought, do you know what? Actually, I'm actually going to give I'm on a, a listen because I've never actually really listened to him before. Yeah. So I thought, oh, great, let's go for it. So listen to, to some of that. And yeah, really enjoyed it, actually. 
um, so, so yeah, no, th- those two are certainly two that, apart from yeah. mine, obviously. So of course, you know. So a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. I've been speaking to Ryan pretty much every week since that episode aired, and because it was an audio only episode, he's coming to the UK next year for i'm monolith he's touring and one of his tour dates is the anvil in bournemouth nice so i've said mate i'm going out on a bit of a limit but i haven't got my own podcast studio but what i can offer you is someone's bedroom (laughs) i will pick you up from bournemouth i'll buy you dinner whatever you want um you know providing it's under 17 quid um and I'll bring you back to this house and we'll have a face-to-face interview. And he said, I'm open to the idea. I just need to check my schedule. So maybe wow. in January, we'll, we'll do a face-to-face and I'll actually get to meet one of my heroes. Mm. So, yeah, he's pretty good at replying as well, which is quite nice because a lot of people leave me on scene, which, you know, is the nature of the beast if you've got massive influences on your Twitter and stuff. But... Well, I know when we've spoken in the past, one of the one of the people that I've sort of suggested to you, and I know you've, said you wanted to look at was um ryan lead singer of soil because soil, he yeah. obviously lives in wiltshire yeah. so it's not a, a massive thing and soil is still active so yeah. it's got you know maybe there's something to go there and i know that you said you've messaged him in the past not yeah. much has come from it um so I actually have someone who has you know played at the royal albert hall mm. you know that's that's massive yeah, yeah. there are you know it that's not just a venue that is you know it's not donnington for example donnington yeah. is a heavy metal mecca if you will um mm. it's it's the royal albert hall it, it's a, anyone from music sports mm. theater whatever if you're performing at the royal albert hall that's big so um, yeah. that shows what a kind of character is and it just shows the kind of the power of the podcast and actually the fair play to Mm. the man that he's willing to you know do things like this so yeah yeah it's funny our facebook message can get out of hand um Mm. i messed up the um time zones because he's from canada and i messaged him saying hi mate ready when you are like what i've just done with you Mm. and he was like oh i thought it was like in two hours from now and i was like oh is it sorry my bad i'll wait and I was about to come off the laptop and he was like, no, no, it's all good. We're all good. Um, I'm going to pop up to the MacBook now. Unfortunately, we had to use our phones for that one because Zoom just was not playing ball, probably like we've just discovered then. Yeah. Um, but we made it work and I'm so glad that I managed to speak to him. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we'll see what happens. I'll pick up the soil one again, Ryan from soil. Yeah. Um, it'd be good to do a face-to-face with him mm. um, but sometimes you've just got to keep sending those emails and you've just got to yeah. be annoying so yeah I believe in you I think you can be annoying if you need to be yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, thanks for all your constant support and a problem. joining as a co-host in one of the episodes as well <laughs> that was fun yeah yeah no that was yeah. um, that that worked out really well actually um, yeah it was good I think what what worked about that episode, and I know I spoke to you and Chris at the time when I sort of sort of first muted it to you. I said, "Look, got this friend Chris. Yep. He's a drummer in a band who 
look like they're going places, mm-hmm. you know, quite had some really good reviews. Uh, mm-hmm. But on the side of that, he's got his own clothing company. He's got his own story to tell about his mental mm-hmm. health issues, mm-hmm. which is obviously a massive uh, topic in society today. So looking at it from that point of view, it's sort of like, I'd like to listen to that. I think that's something. Yeah. And when I, when I kind of put his name to you, I wasn't ex- sort of thinking, oh, maybe Ben will have me on for a second episode. That'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was literally just thinking, I want to hear Ben talk to Chris because I know Chris, I know Ben. I think that would be really good. And when you said, look, can yep. you jump on as well? I was like, wow, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll just try and add something to it rather than just be a pain in your backside. Well, I always want to maintain that as well. Like if people suggest guests to me and it actually comes to fruition, then I want someone to be on the panel with me. Um, yeah, I always try. This makes me sound like I'm bigger than I am, but I always try and get back to people as quickly as I can. I've always prided myself in my response times on my phone, probably to a fault sometimes where I don't feel that this thing can ever actually leave my hand. Um, but yeah, I'll always maintain that if someone wants to recommend me a guest and they've got the capacity to come on, then uh, yeah, absolutely, let's do it. So yeah, last question, Sam. Go for it most important question as we know in the podcast has your meal deal changed since we spoke last <sighs> hopefully for the better you know i was thinking about this as well this has plagued my life um <laughs> i think if you had to had to push me had to push me uh i'd probably throw something like a kit kat chunky in there Okay. Possibly uh, an alternative to the, the duck wrap would be something like, I don't know, a cheese and pickle kind of roll or something. You know, I am incredibly boring, incredibly basic. Uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's probably it. I, I probably, I'm sorry to say, I would still probably go with something like your hoisin duck wrap, popcorn, and diet coke or something because you know or a bottle of water who knows let's let's be really boring not angry i'm just disappointed (laughs) (laughs) what we could turn this around yeah no it's fair enough no i suppose i could i could i don't know who doesn't who doesn't love popcorn though that's the thing uh uh, i suppose because this is it. Because I'm, you know, I don't have a lot of meal deals. I yeah could throw in something like the the Walker's baked crisps, usually something like yeah. that. Again, something really baked. Salt and vinegar is always a always a winner. Um, yep. Yeah, possibly if I'm feeling I I need the now. One thing I did discover the other day okay. is in Tesco's in Dorchester. They now have a Costa machine. Yes. And I was informed the other day that you can get a coffee from the coffee machine, standard, but it can include as part of your meal deal. Correct. So that's just... But then again, that's huge. That's game-changing. That's free quid. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Um, So depending on the time of day or what physical state I'm actually in, you know, could 
you know, <laughs> again, incredibly boring, black Americano. Or if we're feeling really, you know, indulgent, a hot chocolate. I like that. Just uh, yeah, that, that's better just, than uh, fucking popcorn as crisps. <laughs> I do like popcorn, but if crisps are on the table, popcorn can take a back seat as far as I'm concerned. I know. I think I'm. I'm making it sound like I'm some kind of oh, don't eat crisps. It's, you know, I'm far too healthy for that. Not, not the, not the case. I think you could probably buy one of those big bags of the just like mm. I suppose again, just the really cheap salted tortilla chips, and yeah. I would just quite happily sit there and. Eat the whole bag, just nice. But you can't get those as part of a meal deal. Nice. But there we go. Not yet. Tesco are on a bit of a rampage, though. Mm. I got uh, a panini earlier as a meal deal. Oh wow! Hot panini That's... from Paul. Wow. Oh, now the world is changing. It is. It's, I'll take it's a picture al- next time. It's almost as if someone out there is publicising the meal deal, and word is getting around the world of the power of the meal deal so yeah I, I don't know who that could possibly be who is spreading the meal deal world but people are having to you know step it up step up the game i'm yeah. not saying it was me but before this started asda didn't do a meal deal that's no. all i'm saying and their meal deal shit because it's buy two get third free but I'm not saying that Asda started a meal deal as a direct response to me. I'm not saying that, he says, winking. <laughs> but Walmart, you probably owe me 50 quid. Oh, yeah, I think oh, there's, there's, there's merch opportunities here. You know, I'm not we're, we're just checking. Yeah, no, no, not saying. And then on the back, <laughs> uh, I, I am the meal but, deal. Um, I, <laughs> I've got to get on that before this episode yeah. comes out because someone else is going to get on that otherwise I know uh, fantastic uh, trademark pending there we go that's that it. makes it that's safe obviously that's it yeah of course verbal <laughs> but yeah who needs it in writing when you can say it on a podcast exactly this this is this is the new writing this is re- no one reads books anymore it's all all podcasts and audible and other alternatives but um, yeah hmm. there we go Legally binding. Any last words? We'll hop on to Jim in a sec. Um, no, again, congratulations, Ben. This is, I think, this has probably become more than you expected. I think when mm-hmm. you look at it, I think when you first mentioned, oh, I've got, I've got MC Lars. It's like, well, that's a, that's a pretty big deal. Then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I've, I've got Brendan from Wheatus. It's like, mm-hmm. oh wow, that's like, really, really big. I mean. You know, Ryan from Devon Townsend, you know, yeah. for, for me, that's that's been, you know, really, really impressive and is testament to what you've done. And it's I think it could be exciting to see where else you go. You're just kind of casually one day drop into conversation. Oh, oh yeah, no, I've just got to go home. Got to got to chat with Fred Durst in about 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Although I know pretty sure there is no way you would be calm about having to chat to Fred Durst. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I have to speak to you offline about that because um, that's not happening, by the way, guys. Just chill out. <laughs> I, was, but, I was about to grab it. Well, what? No, I need to get Wes's email address. Um, but yeah, I've got a couple of things on the pipeline, in the pipeline. Cloud Kicker is hopefully coming on next year. So that'll be good. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. 
trying my best. All you can yeah. do is knock on the doors and one of them will open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you Fantastic. throw enough shit and some will stick. That's it. And this is the epitome and personification of throwing shit. It's yeah. been a pleasure shit. speaking to you, Sam. And Speech you, Ben. Soon. Take it easy, buddy. Take care. Bye. Hello, hello. How are we doing? All good, mate. All good. Yeah, all good. Before we forget, which we will. Cheers. Cheers on the hard stuff tonight. Gonna 24 show months of this absolute <laughs> fucking fruitcake of a hobby. <sighs> So, what have you been up to other than going to ZZ's and eating your body weight in Italian food for my birthday? That was a pretty good night. That was a good night. Good. Managed, managed to put away a couple of bottles as well. So that was uh, that was a very good evening. Um, other than that, I have been uh, squirreling away, working hard, doing some studies and some exams. Nice. So that's been uh, uh, pretty much my life the past few months other than going to ZZ's. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, being a busy boy in the books. And apologising to me for not replying. Oh, yeah, it's been awful. But that's just like, <laughs> if I had a diary of Jim, that would be like, that would be the Wednesday morning. Say yeah, at least two bed. working days. At least two working <laughs> days. Yeah. I love it. So, yeah, what's been your favourite episode that I've done so far, other than your episode? And uh, other, other than mine, your... I've got no answers then, mate. And who's your absolute <laughs> dream guest? Oh, man. Okay, so um, for my favourite podcast episode yeah. uh, would be, um, might be a wild card, but it would be the Billy Sheehan episode. Of course. That was the first, like that obviously um, blew the roof off. Yeah. Um, kind of knew from all, all our years of knowing each other how much getting Billy on was incredible milestone how much it would mean and everything it's just like when you text me said you got billy sheehan nah mate no way and there he was and you know it was such a good episode yeah 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 it's um really good guy to talk to answer my question about cooking love me it's such a such a um next level episode that's good yeah absolutely yeah and for hmm who would i have um that is a very very good question i would probably just off the top of my head who do i think i would go with maybe someone like uh john Fashante. sit down and talk yeah. about guitars but he's quite private um i think it'd be really interesting to talk to us like a real real um kind of um dream Mm. how mary kind of guest be incredible to talk to someone who like so inspirational you know as yeah. you know being a fan um yeah that would be something else um but you know obviously no that's just a a ruse answer because who i really have on my podcast would be you ben obviously naturally Oops. absolute gym cast absolute gym cast love it <laughs> speaking of uh guests you were on brain stew i was, was indeed that? yeah that was uh, very enjoyable. Um, had a few drinks there as well. That was, uh, uh, yeah, it was nice to uh, be invited over by the Brain Stew boys. Mm. It was, uh, yeah, good, good session. 
You enjoyed the two lasses? It was very, very nice, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. definitely uh, looking to pick some up for uh, the festive season. Yeah, it's good stuff. Absolutely. Good there stuff. you go. Code better than 10. Have yes. it. Not bloody brain stew 10 off or whatever it is. <laughs> Bunch of bastards. Yeah, it's been a hell of a ride, mate. And I'm glad yeah, that two, you've been on a couple of episodes. Years. I would say uh, thank you for having me. It's been uh, most enjoyable. Um, if uh, Yeah, thanks to another two years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been a good, good, uh, good, good ride. So I just mentioned to Sam that if you can recommend me some guests, then I will absolutely get you on as a co-host because that's just the way I want to roll going forwards. Cool. Planning Sounds to really get good. Cloud Kicker on at some point next year. Very good. Be I'd cool. be honoured if you could join me for that. Oh uh, yeah, if you um, we'll see about another way. Yeah, we'll see. Um, last question that I asked Sam, which is very much mm. a relevant question: Has your meal deal changed since we spoke last? Um, yeah, um, since we last spoke, I, the, my previous answer that's still a current staple, like that'd be my go-to. But I do, I don't replace bits of it. I'll just kind of go for a whole meal deal, different meal deal. Yeah, went for a puri puri chicken wrap, some uh barbecue pop chips they're only favorite yes. of mine yes yeah yeah they are so good can't buy the big bags because they will get smashed to fuck uh then what's the other what have with it summer fruits oasis okay yeah a bit of a bit of a wild card it's usually the go-to if they haven't got a you know uh cherry pepsi max or anything like that King you, Pepsi Max. You told me about the Costa thing, so I'm surprised you haven't uh, followed suit with that. Oh yeah, yeah. The um, oh, trade secrets now. You get Costa on the Tesco Milder, which is like if you buy one anyway, like three and a half quid anyway. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, rinse Tesco for all the worth. Absolutely. Well, Liz Trust hasn't got our backs, mate. So we know Tesco's has. So they still maintain that three pound with a plastic club card. That's it. So yeah, if the CEO of Tesco is listening to this, A, reply to my fucking emails about sponsorship. B, <laughs> let's have a chat. Let's talk about the science of the meal deal and why it's uh, so polarizing. We but can yeah. just let out the secrets now and again to uh, uh, rinse Tesco. More people Absolutely. know about the secrets and uh, the... Uh, cash benefits on the meal deal maybe they give them a squeeze maybe they'll uh so yeah we'll sponsor you don't tell them anymore i won't uh flog a dead horse but we spoke a little bit me and sam spoke about the asda incarnation of the meal deal so i won't go on about it too much but it was yeah. absolutely 100 percent my idea oh yeah yeah definitely many many means would it be great if asda had a new meal deal yeah mm -hmm. it would mate yeah there we go well, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Have you got any last words or anything uh, you want to mention? No, I'm just going to say well done. Um, you know, and there all the trials and tribulations gone on behind the scenes for this. Uh, you know, two solid years of constant content. Uh, it's really very impressive, mate. Uh, thank you for allowing me to be part of it. Sorry, no worries. Still maintaining that stickability 
And as always, you're the first person to hear about the technical fuck ups and scheduling errors. And when I need to vent, when Alex ain't around, you're my second. Oh, cheers, mate. Yeah. No worries. Enjoy. Cool. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on and uh, see you soon. Cheers. All right. And we're back. So, first bit of the second anniversary podcast complete. We've only gone and got Dave back on, Mr. Blue Van Man himself. It's me! You mean me? That's you. So, it kind of all started really with you in terms of YouTube, doing video episodes. You kind of acted like a bit of a catalyst. And I spoke to Robbie oh, Knox right. on audio. And I just said, Robbie, by any chance, have you got BVM's email address, mate? And he's like, yeah, yeah, of course, no worries. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been a hell of a ride. And you've set me up with Scott and Wanda. You've set me up with Ben Bulks. You've tried to get me on Louis V of the Paranormal Guy. And uh, yeah. yeah, got Angry Bootnecks number now as well. So I'm hunting him down. Have you? So yeah, you've just it was been live this... earlier on, weren't it? Yeah, I saw yeah, that. It yeah. was just ranting on. There's been this nexus of activity and it's been awesome speaking to you on WhatsApp and just constantly engaging and communicating. And I just wanted to say thank you very much, really, because I can't That's all right, mate. It's, uh, it's nice to help others out. I've, um, like I've said before, I've been fortunate to be in this position and a position I don't really want sometimes. But, yeah. uh, you know, people seem to think this YouTubing thing's easy and you know life's perfect but it, it's it's far from it it's um it's a pain in the arse sometimes mm. sorry yeah so what have you been up to since we spoke last and how are your podcasts going we'll get onto that in a minute as well um, um not, not been up to much really mate um i'm just doing what i want to do um I've, I've cut down on the food things because Mm. It's not the healthiest of things to eat. It's not the real lifestyle that you want to promote, shoving them, you know, making people eat or not making people eat, but tempting people to eat rubbish foods. Uh, not rubbish foods, but unhealthy I know foods. Because the foods I do eat are quite nice, but they're not the most healthiest of foods. So, yeah, um, yeah I've been trying to get into the more political stuff, but... Even that is so controlled by YouTube. You don't really feel that you can actually say what you want to say because YouTube are a law to themselves. You know, what they, if they don't agree with what you say, they can quite easily come and kick you in the nuts. And all this work that people put into channels is gone. So, um, I've, so I've actually set up a little place on Rumble now so I can voice more political stuff or more controversial stuff or more what I think stuff is I can, you can voice it on there and rumble's far better for that because they don't restrict what you say. You actually have, you know, you can actually say what you think. So yeah, I'll have to check that out. But yeah, that's cool. So you've been smashing the podcast game. I listen to a lot of your podcasts on Spotify rather than watching your YouTube channel. But yeah. you've been quite busy on that front. And obviously you've done an episode about the Royals, which uh, 
I wasn't too bothered about Liz going, to be completely honest <laughs> with you, Dave. Um, but it seemed to affect a lot of my friends and a lot of my family. And, the, um, the thing is, yeah. mate, um, I am a royalist as such. I think they need reforming. I think they need looking at and restructuring. But on the on the face of the royals, you know, like people say people say, "Oh, look at all that money wasted on the royal family. Look at all this." And you think, "Well, hold on. Well, Venezuela hasn't got a royal family, but look at the state they're in." Yeah. You know, other countries haven't got royal families, and yet they've still got homeless people. They've still got people who are poor. It's not as though it's going to change anything. And when all said and done, the, the royal family do actually have a a voice in. The, the head of state, they have a voice in the world of politics in our country. They can actually step in and say, wait, fucking, hold on, you're not doing that. Yeah. And I think that is a good thing that we have got that, I won't say safety net, but there is something there that actually stops politicians going and doing what, I know they do what they want to do anyway. Yeah. I, I'm actually oh. at the stage now where I can't stick any politician. Even the yeah. ones that I agree with, I can't stick them anyway. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. So that's that's okay. what I think about the royal family. Yeah, um, I do like all the ceremony and all that pompous and all the the way we did that funeral. Don't think there's anybody else in the world that can do it better. But looking at the other extreme, what do you want to be? Russia, China, or South Korea? So yeah, that's, that's how I think of it. No, I get it. Yeah, I'm conscious of uh, John's computer running at the moment. It's costing him about 120 pound a minute just to run this desktop computer not really but the uh, the way the cost of living is going it's gone a bit fucking mental isn't it but um we won't well you that. see i mean they talk yeah. of the cost of living and you're thinking I, I mean we were going out yesterday and like i i popped out to buy um a fuse for my daughter's car i fitted yeah. her a uh dash cam and yeah. like up there on the shopping center it was packed it was jam-packed it was almost as if people are saying yeah. I don't care about the cost of living. There's nothing you can do about it. I've got money, I'll spend it. You can't Yeah, yeah. You can't really cut my fuel off. You can't cut my gas off. Mm. You can't cut my my water off. You can't yeah. send me to prison for not sending paying bills for that. So I think people are just going to carry on. I really yeah. honestly do. So Yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. Mm. But yeah, there we go. Um have you listened to any of the Absolute Bedlam podcast episodes in the last two years? It's okay if you haven't. You're a very busy boy. I've listened to a few. Um, I've got a thing now in my car, in my van, uh, where I can listen to podcasts. I'm, I keep meaning to listen to the Ben Bulks one. But yeah. I've, 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 I've started listening to Tom McDonald. Okay. Have you heard of him? No. Haven't you? No. Listen no, to Tom McDonald. He's a Canadian rapper. Okay. He's very Eminem, All right. and he's actually worked with Eminem, and he, he, his songs or his raps or whatever you want to call them are very controversial, very political, very prodding of the woke. It's he, he's got one song where the opening line is, uh, "You talk about leaving a, a better world for our uh, our children. How about we leave better children for our world?" Oh, I like that. I'll give him yeah. a follow on Spotify. I've got him here. There he is. That's the one. Do you want dummies, brainwash, uh, <laughs> dear Slim? They're, they're all okay. They're, they're pretty good. Watch his videos cool. as well on YouTube. They're the very, yeah. 
I will do. Yeah, the Ben Bolts one should be up on YouTube soon. Ah, um, that's right. Obviously, yeah. I like Ben to, I like is a YouTuber. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, so I like to watch them. I like to watch people's reactions, to be fair. Yeah, that's but, fair uh, enough. Yeah. We've uh, potentially got a meet up at some point next year with him as well, haven't we? We'll see how that goes. Yeah, do a little summer. Fuel doesn't cost, you know, seven pound a litre, then we should be all right. Um, but yeah, it's all good. Um, if you could get a dream guest on your podcast or my podcast, who would you get and why? Mm. The thing is, there's so many in there. I would love Stephen Graham. I would absolutely yeah. love to chat to Stephen Graham, yeah, um, over a plate of fish and chips or something, and just chat about how he's got from a scallywag in Liverpool to working in Hollywood and with some of the biggest actors. I mean, he only lives up the road from me, yeah, uh, about fifteen minutes away, and yeah. he goes in the co-op in his local village. And um, I'd, I'd love to meet him. Um, I've chatted to his wife on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, because when I did that, you know, when he did the one about the prison officer? Yeah. He did a, a, a thing about a prison officer and it all goes tits up for this prison officer. And I said, I've reviewed it. And apparently they watched the, my review. And oh, right. um, the, you know, they left really nice comments about it. So, uh, yeah, it was all good. Fantastic. So, yeah, okay. Stephen Graham, to be fair. That would be cool. I could have gone for somebody yeah. political, couldn't I? Or Yeah, that's all right. In, but, you know, probably David Beckham. I like David Beckham. But I think Stephen Graham's got a better tale to tell. Mm. So It's nice to have someone that's like semi-realistic. You know, if you hang around the co-op Dave enough, then maybe he might, you know. <laughs> Fine, I'll get that's in your van. Yeah. Fucking hell. Jesus well, apparently, yeah. apparently, my mate, I, I, work, I used to work with this lad. And... Um, in the place where he lives, uh, there's like an old mining part of the village that's been turned into a nature walk. And uh, my mate were walking around with his wife the other day, well, fair few weeks ago now, fair few months ago. And he saw Stephen Graham walking around this walk with Johnny Depp. What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. What the fuck? Yeah. Johnny Depp and Stephen Graham walking Brilliant. through this nature walk. Uh, Nick in a place near Colville. And Fantastic. if you know Colville, Colville's like old mining town shithole that's stuck in 1973. Yeah. yeah. And um, it was just unbelievable. So that's incredible. I hope that's true. That's fantastic. It is. It is true. Awesome. It is honestly true. Love it. Fantastic. Um, I can't remember what you said the last time I asked you this, but has it changed your meal deal choice? Um if if my memory serves me right, I don't do meal deals. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, I just I think there are yeah, I just don't do meal deals. I, I just fair enough. I tell you why because I went into Sainsbury's today to get some uh, dog food. Yeah, because we cook our own dog food, and uh, I thought, damn, I need a Lucas Aid. So I popped over and I, I'll just get a quick sandwich because all I'd had is toast all morning. Yeah. And everything is on bloody brown bread. I yeah. don't want brown bread. I don't yeah. want a prawn cocktail sandwich on a brown bread or a cheese and onion on brown bread. I want white bread. Stop trying to make me do something. I don't want you bastards. So yeah, yeah. I don't bother with meal deals. 
Fair enough. There's a lot of mayonnaise as well. If you don't like mayonnaise, you're fucked. But there's like oh, two options where you don't get mayonnaise. Yeah. But, um, and the ones yeah. that haven't got mayonnaise are as dry as a nun's chuff. So <laughs> nice. Nice. It ain't <laughs> worth it. There we go. So yeah, we spoke, bloody hell, we spoke four seasons ago now. Yeah. Season six, episode three. Um, yeah, like I say, it was my first foray into the YouTube video conversation land. Uh, it's all gone. Do you do you enjoy YouTube? Do you enjoy it? Do you think it's what you think it's what you thought it might be, or do you think it's shit? I haven't really scratched the surface with it. To be honest, I've probably got like 10 or 12 videos up on my channel. I've just hit 75 subscribers. Yeah, I saw that. Nice. Uh, ben Bolt subscribed to me. I think he's my most recent subscriber, which was nice of him to do that. Um, but yeah, until I get the opportunity to get monetized, it's kind of on the back burner. Spotify yeah. is my do main you think that you listening should, base. Do you think you should push it a little bit further? Do you think it should be more controversial yeah. or do you think... Do you, you know, I just need to upload more, really. John, my producer, who I'm in his house at the moment, he's just had quite a lot going on and he, he's quite a perfectionist. He wants to edit these, he wants to transition them nicely and put ad reads in and stuff. And it's a bit polished. Um, whereas audio, you can just upload it and no yeah. one needs to see the pictures behind you, no one needs to see, you know, any of that, what I'm wearing and all that sort of stuff so but yeah i probably do need to in the new year going forwards i do need to push it a bit more but i'm quite conscious of what you're saying about it suppressing videos um twitch has recently gone a bit shit as well because i used to watch quite a lot of twitch where i used to host quite a lot of streamers and i can't do that anymore because they've taken the feature off so it feels like everything's kind of gone a bit crap lately so um i watch a couple of people on youtube but not as much as I did when I first started speaking to you. Yeah, it's the, the that's the thing with YouTube. It does actually. I mean, did you see the video I did? Like, where you want to be a YouTuber? Yes, I did watch that. Yeah, so, YouTube is just so controlling. It's it it it, it, it does it does depress you. I think it, I think if you were going to make YouTube now, you'd have made it. You know, yeah. to be like Brian and uh, yeah, yeah. Chapmate and all them. I yeah. think them days have gone because there's too many people doing it. I think, you there's know, there is a market out there for yeah. YouTubers as such, but, you know. There's a lot out there at the moment. Um, everyone seems to be playing the same game, but the, the arena yeah, seems think, to be changing. Yeah, I think, um, and I'm not blowing my own trumpet here, I think, but when I started doing the food stuff, I think people seen it and thought, oh, it's that easy to do. Yeah. And I think they all just jumped on the bandwagon and... You know what I mean? I do. Um, your episode of Unky Steve was a bit emotional. I remember listening to that and messaging you about it. Yeah, he's gone. Um, he's uh, yeah. fucking left me, innit? Now I ain't got a blind Rubbish. person to do a bloody po- chat with. <laughs> Selfish the, bastard, eh? For the visually impaired. That's yeah. it, yeah. Mm. But uh, yeah, shame. he's gone, so... Um, yeah, there's not a lot you can do about it. You just move on. You pick yourself up and you move on. So that's it. How that's your... how I do actually look at things. When things yeah, go yeah. wrong, you just pick yourself up and get on with it. So, how are your podcasts going? Obviously, you got BVM presents, and you've got your free peas in the podcast. Any? Um, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's not. I've not stopped them. 
Chris lets me down quite a few times. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it? Um, yeah. But that's, his, I mean, he was supposed to play badminton today, but he's been work. He's took overtime. So he's, you know what I mean? It's what can you do? He's earning a living. He's, yeah. Um, but um, I've got, I've got something happening in my life uh, in the next few okay. weeks, which is going to cool. take up quite a lot of my time and I need to get that sorted. Um, cool. I do want to do more podcasts. I do. If I keep doing this thing, podcasts are where I want to be more than anything. Um, yeah. I just love sitting and chatting to people, but then it's just getting people uh, to come on and have a chat. Um, I have got another mate that would like to be uh, involved in the podcast who does all, he does love all the political stuff. Uh, he thinks very much like me. Do you ever watch um, the Thought Police with Mike Graham and Kevin O'Sullivan? Do you listen it's to been a while. Podcast? It's been a while, but I do remember listening to that. Yeah, like well, at that's the very start of my journey of listening to stuff whilst driving. Yeah, well, that's how me and my mate Adrian want to yeah. be. We want to be like just unlimited shouting of "fuck off," "don't like you," "you're an idiot." Yeah, yeah. And that that's how we'd like to be. So fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> You'll get there. Well, there's a will, there's a way, and all that. I don't know whether I've got the will, mate, but I will <laughs> the thing is, I think when you start willing things to happen, yeah, you're putting barriers up. I think if you just go and do it and enjoy mm. it, I think you've got more chance of making it. When yeah. you start stopping to you when you stop. When you start to stop making this a hobby, yeah, you lose the fun. And that's yeah. where I fell down a bit because I started making this my income or putting too much into it. And then I started to lose the fun. Yeah. And that's where I've lost my mojo a little bit. And that's why I've it. not been uploading so much just lately. So I get it. I get it. Yeah, when it becomes an obligation rather than a fun little venture, a little outburst and a little rant. It yeah. starts becoming work. Yeah, and I don't I get it. want that. So that's why I think I've not been uploading so much. Uh, plus, it's just, it just, in, just gets into your life too much and it becomes people are too busy to have a go at you. Yeah. So. Yeah, I get it. Um. Yeah. That's all I've got. I said I'd keep it short and sweet. Um, That's all right, mate. One, I'm glad one, you asked me on, to be fair. Absolutely. 100%. Always try and remember where you came from and all that. <laughs> um, I've got one favour to ask you offline, and then I'm going to leave you to it. But until then, okay. have you got any parting words, anyone you want to give a shout-out to, any highlights coming up in the next couple of months? Um, no. No shout outs. I'm 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 about done with that as well, mate, because yeah. you, you do help people and then like people just I mean, there's only probably you and Ben Balks uh, yeah. and a few others that like, you know, that I've tried to help who keep in touch. Yeah. Um, so no, fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> That's a clip. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. I'm not I've, I think I've given enough help out yeah. in my um, I agree. short YouTubing career. So fuck them. I em. agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bastards. Right, well, it's been lovely. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Right, I'll speak to you in two seconds, but thanks everyone right, right. for listening and watching and viewing, and if you want to fucking subscribe, then subscribe. 
but I'm not your mum. Do what you fucking want, all right? Cool. All right, cheers. Hello. Right, so we've got MC Lars back on. Bit of begged, borrowed and stealed to get his time because he's a very, very busy man. How's it going, all right? You, what you say, you had 30 people on your anniversary episode? Uh, nine. I've, nine, yeah. I tried to get 13. That's what's so, up. yeah, it's going to be a long episode. So it's yeah. it's three-hour episode? Four hours? It's going to be about three hours, I think. Mm. Yeah, so. That's, that's what's up. Let's, let's <laughs> see how it goes. It's going to go on YouTube as well, so that's cool. You know, that's you're very nice. good at, like, like checking out everyone on Twitter uh, all my Twitter DM alerts are always from you, and you're very, <laughs> you're very persistent, and good at making uh, friends and and building. So props to you on that. And you're good at like, I'll take this relationship and build this and this. It's like, yeah. uh, it's impressive. It's good. You it's care. Tenacious, tenacious puzzle solving. <laughs> tenacious B. Tenacious B. Love it. Tenacious Bedlam. Awesome. <laughs> so as we've just discussed pre-recording. I wanted to get your thoughts on a new technology that's emerging. I think mm. this potentially might be some sort of premise for a song for you. So just for $10, you get to relive the memory of a dead relative. So essentially you fill out a questionnaire, you say what kind of personality they had, sort of what they looked like, you know, when they passed away. And you essentially get like a sort of chat bot in front of you of your nan, your granddad, your grandpa, all that sort of stuff. And I think it's all gone a bit mental, to be honest, Mr. Lars. What what do you think of that? $10 a month or just once? I think it's a one-off fee. I'll send you the link in a bit of the actual article. What, what I heard is they're doing is like this AI where they take every text you've ever sent someone and they analyze their voice and they look at how they talked on FaceTime versus Zoom versus texting. And then they create a hologram where you could talk to your grandma with any time and they're gonna like anticipate how she would say it, right? And so, or even do robotics. I mean, it's like a, <laughs> it's a very interesting, interesting reality. You've heard of this concept, have you heard of this concept called the uncanny valley? I keep hearing it, but I don't really know what it is. I keep just sort of hearing it in conversation. It's this idea that even when AI tries to emulate reality perfectly, the human brain knows when something is like slightly human, but not, and that it's dangerous. So it's like the thing that like tr tells us evolutionary, evolutionarily, like if you see a dead person, that is dangerous. You could get sick because they look human, but they're not, right? Or if you see someone who's, 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 um, hostile are, are dangerous and they have like a growth in their brain so it's this idea that like even when the robotics and the AI, AI is perfect there's something creepy where you you know it's not and it's more disturbing than if it's like flagrantly uh, representational as opposed to like trying to copy something so I think that's an example of that I think maybe the texting someone is less spooky than if you're actually talking to them right because mm. you can know oh it's a robot yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about it I think the future is about to knock on our door quite aggressively, to be honest. Um, I'd, I'd probably give it a go. Um, when I was quite young, quite a lot of my relatives kind of passed away. And they were like great, great grandfathers. So they were like 90, 95, and I was three or four. 
So I'd like to mm. potentially reconnect with them. But it just feels very dystopian and very black mirror. Mm. I'm just not really sure what the uh, the future looks like. I'm sure this will get replayed in a hundred years and the YouTube archives and people will go, ha ha, this is like when NFC was a emerging technology. And now it's ubiquitous amongst everything that we do. But yeah, I'd give it a go, but I'm not expecting it to change my life. I think the solution is to be online less, right? I mean, I think that's how people find happiness and joy and yeah. meaning. I mean, I'm online because, yeah, you ha I have to be for work, right? You too, right? But like anytime I'm not in front of a screen, my life is like much better <laughs> for the most part. One of my favorite yeah. bits of your uh, blockchain song, Blockchain Planet, is uh, now our phones make us anxious and grouchy. Hey, like, that's a nice shout out. Constantly plays in my brain like he's onto something, he's right. <laughs> check my bank account online and it makes me grouchy. I'll tell you that for nothing. But yeah, there we go. But you but you build community, you tell stories, you've given Cowboy Coder a platform. Yep. You you do all this great stuff with the podcast medium, which really is like web two, right? Like the distinction between web two and web three is like centralized social media versus like all these decentralized nodes of communication. So yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe the element is like, if you make sure that the human element is, is key, right? If you weren't a, someone who cared about all the people you talked to, uh, then it would be, no one would like your podcast, but apparently yeah. it's, it's massively successful. Dude, it's going really well. It's yeah. going really well. I'm very awesome, humbled man. and I'm, constantly surprised at the amount of people that actually like there's a whole sea of podcasts now you know what it's like covid's really accelerated the whole everyone go buy a microphone and you know bring it home and talk angrily to the world um or educate people and show them stuff and get guests on and stuff like that but it's it's been a really fun ride it's not been about its struggles but I won't bore you with them. So, but yeah, to answer your question, it's been it's been really fun, and I uh, appreciate you hooking me up with MC Evil, Cowboy Cowboy. Oh yeah, uh, that's what's up, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Obviously, Thanks. you did me a favor. So, <laughs> yeah. thanks, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting when working. I I had this program where I help people make music, so it's like okay, well, once they've made the music, who do I know who they might be able to talk to, right? Yeah. And so it's like, uh, it's interesting. No yeah. one can create content without having to put like a big percentage of your brain figuring out how to then get people to hear about the content. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, the easy bit is kind of going into the studio and recording the album, but then you need it to grow legs and grav gravitate towards a voice, I suppose. And magazines are a bit old, so... You know, this is the new medium of go check out this person, go listen to this person's new single that's just dropped on Spotify, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, always happy to get your guests on, Mister Lars. You got good morals, man. How's dad life? Dad life is great. Casper just turned nine. Ooh, won't stop talking to save his life. We actually did an episode a few months ago, and it's on two hundred and fifty listens. Wow. Which I impressive. don't mind telling you is 15 below my audio version of Billy Sheehan. 
Wow. So <laughs> the answer was there the entire time of just Your get co-host. the sun on the podcast rather than jumping through these hoops and dealing with PR people and trying <laughs> to schedule US people. And but there we go. There we go. That's what's up. We're all um, learning. Who are, you, who are you trying to get in the next within the next two years? I know we're celebrating two years of absolute bedlam. Okay. Who are we trying so, to get now? Good Charlotte. Ooh. Bowling for soup. Mm. Anyone from Alkaline Trio. That's and what's up. There's a couple of YouTubers that I've got in my sights and I won't ruin them. But the, we'll uh, see. Matt from Alkaline Trio might have more time now, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what do you think about that? I reckon he should have just joined Blink as a four-piece. Oh, I was shocked, right? I, I I was shocked. I thought it was cool. I I don't have two hundred dollars to go see them, but yeah. I still think it's dope. It's yeah. a money. It's for the money, right? I mean, obviously, it's like you can. They'll walk away each with like ten million dollars probably from the tour. Of course. Good for them. Good for them. You know. Good for Ticketmaster. <laughs> Monopolizing the industry of uh ticket distribution yeah yeah delve too much on that but i think a revolution's coming personally with that because they seem to be a a real bottleneck for quite a lot of people especially in the uk at the moment the cost of living has gone a bit nuts i know and your pound is kind of tripped yeah it's stumbled but it's come back right a little bit yeah i can't just drop 300 uk pounds on a ticket to see blink 182 I've got my wow. bills to pay. I've, I've got my my commitments, but there's How people is around gas me over there that are doing it. Sorry, gas. Yes, all right. No, that's yeah. fine. Um, one pound sixty-one on average per liter of unleaded petrol gasoline. So that's like up what uh, for reference? What was it like a year ago? Eighty pence a liter. A liter. I'd say it was probably one pound thirty. So it's gone up by thirty p. Okay incrementally it got to a point in the uk where it went up every single day for 42 days <laughs> and it's like the uk government are just like eh, sorry it's like lol guys, <laughs> like, i need to have my car like part of my job is driving so but yeah, yeah. Sorry, well, that's what people people listen to the Bedlam, absolute Bedlam. They want to hear about gas prices. Oh yeah, of course. They want that's, to hear about <laughs> that's the bread and butter of the episode. Inflation. Now. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm that's all that's good. Funny. So, what have you been up to? Obviously, you've had a bit of a promotion in our drive, and uh, hey, you've still hey. been mentoring yeah. people, and you've got something coming up next year, which we probably won't be able to discuss at this point but planning to get you back on to discuss it at some point next year, if you want. So just give us a little bit of a high level rundown on what you've been up to since we spoke last. Thanks, Ben. Um, I'm still doing my master's. So I'm in school. Uh, I moved back to California. Uh, I'm living on campus at Cal state Monterey and I work doing marketing for a startup and it's been, it's been interesting. And I'm tour and I did a UK tour. We were at slam dunk in May and I'm doing a US tour in November. So being a dad and all that, I find I don't have much time at all, but it's okay. Because like there were years when I was like in the doldrums, just trying to figure out what the heck I was doing with my life. So it's like COVID really kicked kicked me in the butt to uh, yeah. 
do all these things I dreamed of doing. Maybe you can relate. Like, yeah. And now I'm doing it. And it's like, okay, well, this is what a full, busy, beautiful life feels like. But um, yeah. still making music. I do two songs a month on Patreon. And I, we're doing a Halloween streaming concert with the Nerdcore guys. Um, yeah. So it's like, when I do music now, it's like fun. And I want to do it. And it's not about this sort of anxious, listen to me, blah, blah, blah. It's more about creating it. It's creating a life where like it, it can be profitable and fun and i think that's yeah. the first time in my life probably in the last since the last 10 years where like doing mc lars has been fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> regularly not that, that i, I that. don't yeah I, it's just interesting to like realize sometimes you have to like restructure your life yeah. to be joyful you feel me right yeah absolutely shift of perspective realizing what's actually important um starting this yeah. in covid realizing that i really enjoy it and i've dedicated a day of my life every week to doing something like this um there was a point a couple of weeks ago where i just had to cancel all my guests and just focus on the ad reads for the sponsorships that very kindly benefit absolute bedlam i just needed to get this youtube stuff nailed down because my youtube channel at the moment hasn't uploaded in about three or four months and i've just mm. got this huge backlog of episodes from cowboy coda everyone that i've recorded with since then since speaking to you and i just needed to sort of put the handbrake on the car and just say right shift of perspective what am i actually trying to do here so yeah i feel you absolutely so our yeah. drive is that now taking up quite a lot of your time is it taking up more time than you realized it would um that's a good question. I love it because I get to create videos for them and music and social media stuff. And they've been rebranding, but yeah, it's typically 40 hours a week, but it's nice to have like a, it's nice to, it's nice to work with a team of people that's really inspiring. And I think the work we're doing, like helping like Ukrainians archive data that as the Russians have been trying to like destroy servers and stuff, that's been great. And helping to get them pressed for like being able to help people in a way that's, beyond all the hype and BS of, of blockchain and NFTs and stuff. Like yeah. during this bear market, like what's the, what's the utility of it? That's been fun, helping people learn about the technology. And it's actually informed some of my grad work because I have to use educational theories <clears throat> to teach about our products and the technology so I can write about how it's been doing in my papers and stuff, which has been actually like, cool. to have this captive lab where we're trying different things. Yeah. Um, but I still love Shakespeare yeah. and Poe and Shakespeare's like the, the theme of my thesis is getting kids to understand Hamlet's famous soliloquy through rap and then making sure that they learn what they need to learn and like making it not corny, but interesting to them. So that's like grad school is pushing that together. And then the R drive stuff has music. So there's still music everywhere. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like you still really play this, right? I do. Yeah. I've recently yeah. started learning a load of 21 pilots on it. Oh, that's pretty tight. Um, yeah, I'm trying to learn the whole album Trench, if you've heard that. And I kind of set myself a milestone of learning that by December as a deadline. Is that the one with Stressed Out? That's the no, only that's one Blurry Face. Oh, Trench has got trench... Jumpsuit. Oh, Blurry Face is old. Dang, where have I been? Yeah, man, 2006, I think. And then Trench is the new trench. And then Scaled and Icy came out. Yeah. That's the newest one. 
yeah, yeah, scaled back and isolated. That's what's yeah. up. Um, yeah, it's cool. Talk to me about them. Have you seen them live? I'd love to see them live. Apparently, they've got really affordable ticket prices. Which, you know, if you want to go see a band like Foo Fighters, obviously you'll have a fantastic time. But $200 per person isn't the most affordable thing on the planet. It's probably going to be in London. So you've got logistics, you've got fuel costs, you've got parking costs, et cetera, et cetera. But to answer your question, I'm definitely going to go see them live very, very soon, as soon as I can. They're currently touring in America. So as soon as they hit the UK, mm. I'll try my best to... uh vlog it and create some content for you guys are they brothers yeah. no tyler joseph um they're just homies i think they're just really good friends yeah and he stopped wearing the mask after blurry face yeah that was so blurry face was an insecurity character right because so, um, he's neurodivergent yeah. he's on the spectrum i heard right yeah yeah that's right yeah interesting but, yeah. no i i know a lot about them i worked in a summer camp yeah, uh, and the kid, the kids are all about it, and I stressed out. I was like, "That's quite a hook." And then I realized yeah, they were they fueled by ramen. Is there? Yeah, launched them. So I was like, oh, "This is cool." Yeah, yeah, they've got a lot going for them. They're quite hard to listen to if you want to just chill out, though, because they're very introspective and fourth wall breaking. And um, I'll send you a couple of links after this. So, it's cool. a couple of really cool songs that are very self aware. For their age as well they're quite young into the market so um but yeah trench is on the to-do list for the base trench right and uh once uh, cowboy he... coda sends me some base tabs i'll try and uh, do some covers of that as well oh my gosh that's the okay. i like how he raps how the dude yeah. raps yeah he's, he's a good cool. rapper it's like he's pretty really impressive and a good singer and he plays bass are you serious why wouldn't you do all three at the same time Speaking yeah. of expensive tickets, we went to see Rage and Run the Jewels at uh, Madison Square Garden. Expensive, but worth it. They they canceled that during COVID and they rescheduled it twice. And uh, yeah, like it, it was worth going to because they are awesome. Um, yeah. I've never seen Rage, but I've always loved them. So sometimes yeah. expensive tickets are worth it. But yeah, they, they, they give a lot of it to charity, I guess. That was okay. what justified it. That's cool. So, yeah. You yeah I've me. got time for that. I've got time for that. Awesome. So I'm going to leave you to it, but I'm going to get our Who's drive next? on next year. And I'm going this to get you on for a full episode at some point next year as well. I've got Joe Button, who is a TikTok drummer who got a DM once on TikTok from Ollie Sykes from Bring Me the Horizon. A, a DM? Yeah, a message saying, I, That's I love what's your up. stuff. So yeah, fantastic. That's what's up. Well, Joe, Joe a- B. Drums. Joby drums. That's the one. You got him. What's up? That's what's up. Thanks for having Good me, Ben. This. Thanks for being flexible with your schedule and having Not good morals. No problem. <laughs> I'll speak to you soon, dude. All right. Keep it real. All right, have, a, have a good day. Peace. Bye. You too. Take Hello. One of the last segments of the two-year anniversary episode. If I sound tired, it's because I fucking am, all right? This has been a nightmare. But we're here now with Mr. Joe Button. So Joe was one of the first people that I had on on YouTube. And the YouTube channel has died ever since. However, we're going to go for a bit of a rebranding and a bit of a resurgence on the YouTube, aren't we, John? 
Yes, Ben. Right, nice one. Um, so yeah, onwards and upwards. How's it going, Joe? How have you been since we spoke last? I've been good, man. I mean, I've not honestly, I've not done any content for well, since June. So what's that like four months? Just started again now. But um yeah, yeah it's just been life, being a dad, yeah, uni, uh job and whatnot. So it's that. been a busy one and I've not got a lot of stuff to show for it really. That's right. It's important to take a break sometimes. Life has a funny habit of when you're driving along at 150 miles an hour of just slamming on the handbrake. So sometimes you've got to put the handbrake on first. Sure. It's nice to breathe. It's nice to relax. Obviously, you don't get to relax because you're a dad and I can relate to that. Um, but sometimes you've just got to breathe and reposition yourself, you know? For sure, for sure. So, yeah. Awesome. So have you listened to any of the podcasts since we spoke last? It's okay if you haven't. I won't end this meeting. I could lie and say yes. I won't lie. I, I haven't. It's fine. It's fine. For a while. It's all good. Sounds like you've uh, taken a digital detox. I have. So. Do you know what? It's getting out of doing the content. It's so hard to get back on that train. Once I was out of yep. routine of not recording content, I was like, fucking hell, this is what it's like to be a person, you know? A human being that breathes oxygen instead of uh, megabytes and terabytes and yeah, man, exactly all that stuff. Yeah, content, content, content. That's how the world works now. But yeah, um, if you could get anyone on Absolute Bedlam in the next couple of years, anyone you want, any size, who would you like to hear from? Do you know what? My good pal, Jack Wood, was chatting to him yesterday about coming on. Was he does... um plays guitar yeah. he's a content creator does yeah, a lot of yeah. stuff on instagrams i can get big wood on okay. it's got to happen do i have to call him big wood or yeah, yeah. just call him jack yeah. that's fine oh mm, okay send me the contract i'll have a look yeah i'll, I'll get him on i've been putting I'll him have. off a bit i've uh i've wanted to do like a group episode of him but our schedules just haven't married up as intended which is the Isn't case with doing this we're both very very busy individuals but yeah, I'll do that, and I'll uh, send you a link. And if you don't listen to that one, then we're over, Joe, to be completely honest. Bad enough. I will listen, I promise you. Thank I you. Promise. I will watch that one-digit turnover to two. Love to see Got it. my analytics on my phone now. There's no hiding. But yeah. Double. So the last question I'm going to ask you, uh, and then you can ask me something if you want. Um, has your meal deal changed since you spoke last? Oh, do you know what? I'm not really a meal deal man anymore. You see, I went to Tesco's last week and I found those rustlers. Uh, rustlers do like McMuffins now. Yeah. So the big play lately has been buying a McMuffin for like a, a pound on Club Card. Big up Club Card. And yeah. um, yeah, I've been having to work every day. It's a pound a day. Pound a day. Rather than what? three? I think it's three seventy five now for a meal deal. It's three quid still... with a club card, three fifty without. And now, basically, in the UK, for all these people that aren't from the UK, there's people from fucking Saudi Arabia listening to this. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck is a meal deal?" In that their language, cool. obviously, they're not gonna say it in English. Um, if you don't have that piece of plastic now, you are fucked. JD sure. is about twenty six pound cheaper with a club card. It's mad, isn't it? It's just gone nuts. Reckon... There's a big. There's going to be a big hoo-ha because 
obviously most of them are still three quid or roundabouts. I think they're all roughly the same price, all the big supermarkets. Yeah. As soon as I think they're all waiting for someone to make the first move of raising their prices and then everyone's yeah. going to do it. Because the, the price of inflate, like the rate of inflation, yeah. meal deals have stayed the same for bloody Yeah, they have. Young. Yeah, it's they have. Popular, no. And now Tesco, this is proper like semantics, they've included Costa Coffee in their meal deal. Wait, it's in and the meal I, deal? It's like £3.50 by itself. Is it really in the meal deal? I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. I think it's like a plain coffee. It's not a cappuccino or anything special. But Tesco's are just like, yeah, we just do whatever we want. We don't need to make a profit on this product. They don't give a shit. So, it gets people in the store, doesn't it? Absolutely. I, I go to Tesco a lot. I've got a lot of uh, points under my belt. Not bragging. But yeah, you... I'm an avid meal dealer. And that you... question will stay in the next couple of seasons. Yeah. Very cool. We'd love to see it. It's a big one. We'd love to see it. Absolutely. It's the most important one as far as I'm concerned. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Some stuff coming on the way then. Yes, Just mate. Hang yeah. tight a bit longer. I've made, I've got back into the routine of making content again now. But uh, I'm trying to make a bit of bulk before I start putting out because where I've, I've got the nine to five, got the yep. kids doing a couple of side things for some dollar as well so i can't go over to record a lot so if i do it in in mass before yeah i can you know trickle it out to my yeah, four yeah. fans that are left fantastic well i'm one of them so Thanks, on man. that note it's been a pleasure speaking to you and catching up we'll get jack on and uh i'll sure. send you the link and you'll listen to it so cheers keep it bedlam keep it thanks bedlam, everyone boy. for listening watching viewing subscribing Keep buying meal deals. Keep sponsoring the show by sorting out the sponsors. Keep buying stuff from them. And uh, yeah, keep supporting. Keep it real. Thanks, Joe. Speak to you soon. No worries, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys. Bye. Casper segment. Uh-huh. So, Casper. Yes. Are you aware of the political impact that your episode has had? You have said it every week, yes. Only because you ask about it. Yes. So how many listens does your episode that we did? A hundred and... 165 listens. Sixty-five listens. So my question to you, as part of this compilation episode that I'm doing to mark two years of Absolute Bedlam... Yes. My question to you is how have you handled this newfound fame... And have you started any charities? Um, I've took it well, and I've not started a charity. Okay. Sad. Are you really? going to? Maybe. What charity would you start? Hmm. I don't actually know, but... Guys, guys, guys. If you have any PG tip monkeys... <laughs> Please send them down to... If you send me an email, if you send me an email to absolutebedlampodcast at gmail.com, then we'll get right on the monkeys, because Casper is looking for one at the moment. Because they're great. Because they're great. And guess what's happening next week? What's happening next week? It's my birthday. Yeah, so should we keep the episode as my eight-year-old son? 
What do you want to call it? I think it should stay the same, really, because that's when, when we recorded it, that's how old you were. So, have you had many people come up in the street to you and ask you for a signature? No. No? But I've got signatures once. Who from? Come here. An Olympic person. What was her name? She just came to school and she said, at break time, if you want to, you can get an autograph. Fantastic. And you I don't know like, who it is. Well, there we go. I can sell this. More cutting edge stories from the absolute And then I lost archive. it. And then I lost it. So Brilliant. all that money gone. What a fantastic story. Thank you very much for sharing that. Um, have you got any messages for your fans? Is that a no? Do you not want to say thanks for listening? Thanks for listening. And if any of you send down PG Tip Monkeys. Oh my god. And you tell me what your online name is, I will give you a shout out in the next Casper segment. Okay, cool. Is that all you wanted to say? Yeah, I only want a PG Tip Monkey. What other guests would you like to get on this? Another guest. Any guest in the world? 21 Pilots. Dom. Okay. Dom, if you're listening. Dom who? Youngblood. Uh, Youngblood, okay. Get him on, uh, MC Lars. I'll get him on again. The Wheatus people. Yep, got them booked, yep. Hmm. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's it, yeah? Me, again, again, We'll again, get you on again. Again, again, again. All right, say goodbye. Bye. Two Lasses Spirits, www.twolassespirits.co.uk. Feel free to check out the episode that I did with them in season nine. I think it's season nine, episode eight. Uh, use code Bedlam10 at checkout for discount, 10%. And uh, shout out to Lindsay and Rebecca from Two Lasses Spirits for hooking me up with the bottle. The nicest, smoothest rum I've ever tried in my entire life. And I'm not just saying that to sell bottles. It's genuinely really nice. So yeah, check it out. www.twolassesspirits.co.uk And uh, shout out. So yeah, cheers guys.